Good morning podcast, I'm Chef Ben and this is Food in 5 brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Uh, today is Tuesday, that means it is Brief History Day and we are looking at a brief history of coffee. But before we do, I just want to say a big thank you to Christian from Afrobeats for calling in yesterday. Uh, thank you for the kind words and for reaching out and you know, just what you're seeing in your own family is everywhere. It is everywhere, man. Um, I'm trying. I'm working on it. We'll get it done. Um, so let's look at coffee. So we like coffee a lot. Like a lot, a lot. We consume worldwide about 10 million tons of coffee every year. And that works out to be a, about 2.25 billion cups of joe every day. Now, like I said, we like coffee a lot. But where does it come from? Who first discovered it? Discovered it? And how did a humble bean rise to be the world's most consumed caffeinated beverage? The coffee plant is native to Ethiopia. There's evidence to suggest that it has been consumed there since the 9th or 10th century and probably long before that. There are a few different stories about the discovery of coffee and some of them involve banished clergy, some angry monks, but none are more interesting to me than the story of Kaldi. So Kaldi was an Ethiopian goat herder who lived in the 9th century. And the story goes that Kaldi was out herding his goats when he noticed a few of them acting crazy. Now, if you've ever been around goats, you know that they're insane anyway. But these ones were acting even more crazy than usual. So he observed his goats in an effort to get to the bottom of their sudden crazy spell. And what he discovered was that when his goats ate the berries or the beans of a certain plant, they became energized. And Kaldi decided to try this for himself. Soon, just like his goats... Kaldi was feeling pretty energized. Now, after returning to his village, Kaldi took some of the beans to the local monastery. He showed the beans to the monk and explained what had happened. The monk threw the beans in the fire and told Kaldi that they were evil or something to that effect. Very quickly, the other monks from the monastery began to appear, being drawn by the smell of the roasting beans. The beans were raked out of the fire, ground up, and put in some water. The monks tried this drink and coffee, as it's known today, was born. It didn't take long for coffee to catch on. Road-weary merchants would likely have carried beans uh, with them wherever they went, introducing it to new markets and using the coffee for personal consumption. Just a few hundred years after its discovery, coffee was being drank all over the Arab world. Now, the full history of coffee is one of constant religious confrontation. Almost every new religion that the roasted beans came into contact with considered it the devil's work, or evil. Eventually, however... It would come out that the higher-ups were drinking it and that they would lift the ban. This had been happening ever since Kaldi first introduced the beans to the monks. Coffee first appeared in Europe around the 17th century. And the story goes that it was brought back from the Arab world by European travelers, but more than likely it would have been brought by Arab merchants. Immediately, the church claimed it was evil until the Pope developed a taste for it. After gaining palpable approval, coffee took off in Europe, and it spread over the whole continent within a few years and by the 17th century there were over 300 coffee houses in London. Coffee quickly took over as the leading breakfast drink replacing beer and wine and this is due to the energizing effect. People who started their day with coffee were alert and more productive than those who started with a pint of beer. The British brought coffee with them to New Amsterdam which would later be known as New York in the mid 1600s. And although coffee gained popularity in the New World, 
tea was still the number one beverage. This flipped after the Boston Tea Party, and coffee has kept its number one place ever since. With the growing demand for coffee, there was a need to grow it outside of Arabia. Seedlings were soon brought to the Americas, uh, and in 1723 by a French naval officer who was given the task by King Louis XIV. The young naval officer arrived in Martinique, which is a small French colony in the Caribbean Sea. The coffee plant not only survived, but thrived in the tropical heat, and soon had spread all over the Caribbean and Latin American world. The rest is history. It grew quickly. We started to drink more and more. We grew more of it, drank more of it, grew more of it, drank more of it. You get the idea. Anyway, this has been a brief history of coffee. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HaveNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. I'll be back tomorrow with another wonderful podcast episode. Uh, if you prefer to read things, you should check out HaveNotBurnShit.com, where all of the Monday, Wednesday, and Friday podcasts are there in written form, uh, and some of the food history ones as well. Uh, anyway, I hope that you have a great Tuesday. Uh, I know I'm going to, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Oh, and you can follow me on Instagram at Chef Ben Kelly and on Twitter at Ben Kelly Cooks. Like and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends about it. Uh, and if you're listening on Anchor, feel free to call in or send me some claps. I'd love to hear about it from you. Have a great day.